You are live. All right, perfect. So if you are watching this on a live, give us a hashtag live. And if you're watching this on a replay, give us a hashtag replay. Today we got Andy Mattis here on the interview and we're gonna wait for a few people to jump on and then we're gonna get started. Hello everyone. So let me check if streams are live. Yeah, working. All right, perfect. Okay. <clears throat> so, I would say let's get started, Annie. So, <clears throat> uh, I've known you for more than two months now, and you're you're in this online business journey for well over a year now. So, could you give us a a brief uh, version of how you got into affiliate marketing or uh, online business uh, in general okay so um yeah online business so i didn't actually start in affiliate marketing um so yeah basically how i got in involved in the space is i got a friend called dan who's basically um he used to be my best friend he doesn't live in the uk anymore um he's basically been in the marketing space since we were since he was old enough to work so like 16 years old that's like the legal age to work in the uk um yeah he was running google adwords and yeah i never really got into marketing back then um i don't know why but for some reason it just didn't seem like something that was you know possible for me but i've watched him have like massive success in his business i've watched his mum have massive success in her business as well and um yeah it was like sometime last year just sort of hit rock bottom financially. I was kind of fed up with, um, you know, what I was doing and I was kind of looking for something to, you know, change, you know, look desperately looking for something to, you know, basically improve my situation financially. And um, yeah, it was kind of a bit of a synchronicity happening because um, as like a few days after I said that, obviously I was looking online, looking for things to basically ways to make money. And my friend Dan added me to a Facebook group that he was, um, you know, he was working with this company and it just basically opened my eyes up to all of these different opportunities that at the time I never even really, um, it was never even on my radar. Even though my best friend had massive success with his business, it was something that was never on my radar. So, um, yeah, that sort of, you know, opened up a can of worms, opened up my eyes to all of the opportunities that are out there in the online world. Um, so, yeah, I reached out to him and then he basically pointed me um, in the right direction of where to go in the online world. <clears throat> so I didn't actually start with affiliate marketing. Um I started with a social media marketing agency, mm -hmm. uh, completely bombed, <laughs> complete failure. Um, and then I basically stepped into the consulting world. So, you know, that's basically where my journey really started, um, you know, to move in the right direction when I stepped into consulting. All right. Yeah. So uh, you said after you were um, consulting and doing your social media uh, agency um you you got into affiliate marketing right yes so, yeah. um what 
what this why did you decide to go with affiliate marketing what's what what was uh, what was the thing that um got you to take the lead to um give affiliate marketing a chance well it was my um like a little while ago i didn't even know what affiliate marketing was um yeah yeah, like last year, I wasn't even aware of like what affiliate marketing was. And when I was when I stepped into the consulting world, um, there was a guy who's basically my coach now. <laughs> uh, we were basically practicing. We were in the same program together. We were practicing the sales script. Um, you know, for phone closing, we used to do it once a week. You know, once every other week. And um, he was at the time he was working in affiliate marketing. Uh, he's now in coaching and consulting. But yeah, at the time, he was in the affiliate marketing world. And um, yeah, it just sort of seemed like a really good business model. Obviously when COVID hit, there was, you know, it's changed a lot. You know, the industry that I was working in took a massive hit and it was kind of like, right, so do I, um, you know, try and figure out another way to basically make this work or do I make a complete U-turn and, you know, step into something else? So I basically decided to make the U-turn. And um, yeah, like I said, obviously affiliate marketing was something that he was doing. It seemed like, you know, a great opportunity for me to basically, you know, step into that line of work. So, um, yeah, I made a complete U-turn and basically stepped into affiliate marketing. And the thing is, when once you learn, like, the fundamentals of marketing, it's not actually that much different when you go over to, you know, all like, these, like, different niches and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, like, the fundamentals of marketing are pretty much the same, but affiliate marketing is actually a lot easier than what I was doing before. So is yeah, the transition was quite smooth and yeah, things have worked out quite well to be honest. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, you you were talking about you didn't even know what affiliate marketing is. So how would you explain affiliate marketing to to someone who doesn't know what it is? Okay, so um I would basically say um referrals, okay? So you want to think of yourself as the middleman. Right. So you have someone's current situation, um, you know, with the whole situation that's going on now, now with like the pandemic and stuff. A lot of people are this is like these are like real life situations that I'm seeing a lot right now. So people are losing their jobs. They're um, stressed out. They don't have money. They're realizing that their jobs aren't secure, like everyone says they are. And they're looking for, um, you know, a way, a situation to change. Right. So that's, that's their current situation is they don't have a job. They just need some money to survive. Right. So you have the current situation and then the desired situation could be that they just want an income so that they can live, they can provide for their family. Okay, so in the Make Money Online space, this is where you as an affiliate marketer would come in, you position yourself in the middle as the middleman to basically drive that person from their current situation to their desired situation. Okay, and that is basically, um, you know, the best way that I can explain it. This is how people make purchases with everything throughout life, right? So, you know, so say, for example, you have to drive to work, you need your vehicle to get to work, your vehicle breaks down, that's your current situation, um, your desired situation to have a car that's working to basically so that you can drive to work, a mechanic would position himself in the middle as the vehicle to drive you from the current situation to your desired situation. So yeah, affiliate marketing is essentially just um, referrals, you're basically the middleman, you're recommending products to people. And basically, when people make a purchase, you earn a commission from the sale that was made. So uh, I hope that makes sense for everyone. But yeah, that's essentially what affiliate marketing is, is referrals. That's a very, very good explanation. I haven't even thought about it this way. Um, yeah, very, very good. So um, 
when when you got started with affiliate marketing um what were your biggest struggles that you had in the beginning mm. um in the beginning with affiliate market this is a bit of um strange one to be honest because affiliate marketing has been pretty plain sailing for me like mm -hmm. i said obviously i wasn't i didn't come straight from affiliate marketing i'd had i tried social media marketing agency so i think for a lot of people when they first experience struggles it's usually right at the beginning when they're adapting to this new um, business model but i think for me i'd already experienced a lot of those beforehand so affiliate marketing's been really um quite straightforward for me um yeah like i said obviously it's a lot more simple than what i was doing before so it was just a case of you know basically getting used to how this specific industry works because affiliate marketing is in the marketing world i think affiliate marketing has got its own little bubble it's a, it's a bit different to the coaching and consulting world it's definitely different to like the social media marketing agencies as well mm -hmm. um yeah affiliate marketing is a little bit different so but like i said it's a lot more simple if you're just starting out it's a great business model to get started with um yeah it's probably the easiest business model to get started with if i'm honest okay yeah um so um obviously a lot of people don't know how to get started with affiliate marketing and they go and spend like dozens of hours watching youtube tutorials and stuff like that so my question to you is how would you um when, when you would start out as a beginner again how would you start out or what would, would you tell someone who doesn't know where to get started okay so first thing first is if you're a beginner there's um something we refer to in the marketing world as shiny object syndrome okay so um something i experienced myself when i first started i was uh, i remember going onto youtube finding all these different people that were creating content um, I was subscribing to their email lists. I was watching millions of YouTube videos, you know, constantly checking my emails, constantly checking social media to see what these people were doing. And it leaves you running on something that I refer to as the hamster wheel. Okay. This is like the hamster wheel effect. You'd be basically going round and round in circles. You'll be consuming content from like a hundred different sources and it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. Um, you know, this content is put out there to basically suck in like certain people. So you've got to be really careful. So for someone that's just starting, um, always do your research. Okay. Because there's some really, really good courses out there. So you basically want to basically learn from someone who's already walked the path that you want to go down. Um, you know, there's some great courses out there, but then there's a lot of people that are selling junk products. Okay. They're not designed to help you. Um, so yeah. Do your research first. Don't just dive in. You know, you see this person on YouTube. He resonates with you. I'm going to go and purchase this course because a lot of time people do that. Once they purchase, they find that these people are nowhere to be seen. They, they're left, you know, on their own to basically figure everything out. So, um, yeah, like you could basically purchase a course or you could find like one on one mentoring, which is like, you know, much better than just doing a course on your own because you actually get that one on one support. It's more tailored towards you. And it's just a hundred times better than purchasing courses. I can honestly say that from doing it myself. So yeah, basically find someone that um, has already walked the path that you want to go and they have um, you know, a track record of basically helping people do the same. Okay, so it's one thing someone actually be able to achieve it, but can they actually help you to basically um, you know, get from where you are to where you want to go? So definitely learn from someone, um, learn from someone that's already done it and basically try to take information from like 
you know, literally one or no more than two sources. You don't want to be learning from a hundred different people because everyone's going to be telling you something different. And a lot of the time when people start to feel overwhelmed, it's because they're consuming information from too many sources. If I ever go through courses, um, like, cause I'm like a firm believer in investing in myself. So, um, you know, I've been through like quite a few courses and stuff. Sometimes when I'm going through there and I'm watching the videos, it's like, I start to feel a little bit overwhelmed and now I'm able to recognize why that happens. So if I start to feel overwhelmed and, you know, things are a little bit uncomfortable for me, the way that I deal with that is basically go and take uncomfortable action. Because as soon as I start implementing things, that feeling of overwhelm just disappears. So, um, yeah, just find someone that's basically got a proven track record. They can help you get from where you are to where you want to go and consume information from, you know, ideally one source. Um, you know, I would say maximum like two people. Yeah, that's very true. And I learned this myself when I started the same way, learning from 100 different people. This resonates so much with me. And yeah, when I started to focus on one or maximum two people, like everything makes so much more sense and overwhelm is gone. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's so, yeah, you, you were talking about um, overthinking and taking action. So um, this involves uh, having some mindset shifts, right? So you have to be aware that you're overwhelming yourself. And, and so what, what would be the top three to five things um, in, in, with your mindset that shifted from when you started online to now? What, what would you say would be the top three things that shifted in your mindset? Shifted in my mindset? Damn. Yes. Right. Okay. So there's one um, huge one, absolutely huge, which was um, Sam Ovens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was the biggest mindset shift, uh, mindset shift for me, basically. So, um, yeah, one of, one of the programs that I went into was his, his program and yeah, week two was just all on mindset and yeah, it just completely shifted, completely reprogrammed my brain to think completely differently. And yeah, like I said, that was when big changes, um, you know, started to happen because, a lot of the time people don't they're not even they think they know themselves well but the yeah. truth of the matter is they don't um maybe because it's yourself you're kind of a bit oblivious to what sort of behaviors are destructive what sort of behaviors are constructive and when you can't spot that stuff it can be hard for you to um you know to change but one really important thing to remember is like a lot of people seem to think that you know, they say, oh, that's not me, or I'm not smart enough. But one thing that you need to basically realize is that nothing is static. Okay, so things are always changing. The world's always changing. People are constantly maturing and growing. Behaviors are changing in society. So like when people say, oh, you know, that's not me, but who are you? Okay, because from what I see, people are always growing into something new. So don't ever think that, you know, you can achieve something because that's not you. Sorry, yeah, they're testing the fire alarm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people always growing into something. So, you know, taking steps you know, to progress yourself in the direction that you want to go, you know, you're just basically growing into someone new, okay? You're always growing into someone new. So, um, yeah, just, just something always to remember, you know, never think that everything's static. You're always growing. You've always got the ability to change who you are at this present moment. And, um, yeah, just a bit of guidance to basically push you in the right direction you can... Uh, you know, accelerate that like quite quickly. Yeah. 
that's a big point yeah oh. and if you haven't yeah. read the book think and grow rich go and grab it it'll help you <laughs> that's a great advice yes <laughs> something you really should read yeah it helped me a lot too on my journey mm -hmm. get things clear <laughs> exactly so um um when you were um starting online what what were your uh, what were your biggest struggles can you walk us through some of the biggest struggles you had when you were first starting out on online um <clears throat> so like i said obviously i joined um social media marketing yeah. agency uh a course and yeah that was basically where i started so I would say my biggest struggle when I was starting was mindset for sure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so like I had a basically um, habit of starting things. This is something I've done throughout my whole life, starting things and then quitting. Okay. So as soon as I run into an obstacle, I quit or I get bored and then I quit. I do something for like um, about two months and then I give up. And this is what I'm saying about the hamster wheel. You know, you can build yeah. something up to a certain level and then you just crash it back down. Okay, build it up yeah. to a certain level, crash it back down. And this was something that I wasn't able to recognize until, like I said, I had that mindset training. Um, mindset in like entrepreneurship is 80% of the puzzle. If you got your mindset right, you will figure out a way to reach your goals. There's no ifs or buts about it, it will happen. Um, so yeah, just being able to recognize these things was um, obviously a massive game changer for me. And yeah, I use something called a pattern behavior worksheet. And it this was something that was really scary. I know you've seen this already. Um, I've, I've shown it to you, but it's, it basically looks like a roller coaster. And there's a little text box, a little text box at the top, and there's a text box at the bottom. And I'm sure many of you have heard the saying, you know, when there's a high, there's always got to be a low. So if anything gave me a high, like literally anything, I would write it down at the top of this, um, at the top of this roller coaster. And then when my mood dipped and something, you know, gave me a low, maybe you just wake up and you just can't be bothered to, to work. We all get days when, you know, we don't feel like working. I would write it down. Um, and this was like something I tracked with everything. So if you go and look at your bank statements for the last six months, you'll notice there's this pattern. Everyone's got that sort of comfort number. When your money goes above a certain number, you're comfortable and you maybe you know spend money and it goes down to a certain amount and then you've got this panic number when it goes below that panic number you sort of get yourself back into gear you start earning money you bring it back up to a certain level and uh one thing that i noticed was using this pattern of behavior worksheet which is after about two months um i used to feel like quitting <laughs> so yeah like i said just being able to recognize patterns in my own behavior um was like a massive factor because mindset was obviously something that i'd always struggled with like my mum used to say to me, Andrew, why can't you just stick to something? Like you always start stuff and then mm -hmm. give up. And um, yeah. yeah, so that that was that was like a big a big um, turning point. Again, just mindset, man. Yeah, as you said, eighty percent is mindset. Yeah, most people think that uh, oh, it's the tactic or the strategy, but what they fail to see is that yeah, like you said, eighty percent is mindset. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the right yeah, mindset, sorry, carry on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so um, you can have the best tactics in the world, like you can be taught the best stuff, but if your mindset's not right, you're going to fail a hundred percent. I can guarantee that. So there's yeah. some people say, you know what, I don't need mindset, and that's the mindset issue there on its own. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
the most successful people out there will all talk about mindset and there's a reason for it it's important yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't didn't want to uh realize this myself uh when i first started but uh it's such a huge change uh change mm -hmm. yeah so um Talking about successful people, um, I know successful people like Elon Musk, they um, schedule every 50 minutes. So um, how do you manage your time um, and, and what activity um, would you say is the one that moves you towards your goals um, the fastest or is the number one activity? Okay, so um, time budgeting, okay, so planning. It's very, very important. You can see right here, I've got my uh, <laughs> my day planned out here in front of me. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, you know, by failing to plan, um, you know, you're planning to fail. Yeah. So it's important to know exactly what you're doing, plan everything out ahead of schedule. So I have, my, you know, my month plans, my weeks planned, my days planned. Um, I've got all of that done in advance. So, like, my days, I basically plan daily because things can change. Um But yeah, I wouldn't say that there's, um, oh, well, yeah, I would say planning it, planning ahead of schedule is probably the number one thing that helps me be productive. Um, you know, I don't complete more than two or three tasks per day. And this is another thing a lot of people seem to think a productive day is basically completing a hundred different tasks. But yeah. you want to think of it as if like you've got 10 units of energy in a day, right? And you could complete 10 different tasks, but you can only spend one unit of energy on each task. So you're going to be making small amounts of progress on each task. But if you actually do less, okay, and focus those 10 units of energy on, you know, two or three things, you can make much more progress, you know, on those little things by, you know, doing, doing less is actually more. Yeah, that's really true. So um, what are the top, like, what are the two to three, um, activities that you do daily like i know um that those are the activities that move your business forward right that's why you do them daily so um but what are those activities and yeah okay so um yeah as soon as i wake up first thing i do is work on my mindset every day um every morning as soon as i wake up first thing i do is mindset work make sure my mind's in the right place for the day ahead um, again, I work on my mindset just before I go to bed as well, every single day without fail. Um, you know, content, I create a lot of content to basically, you know, post on social media. Um, basically, yeah, content's like, like the big one. And um, yeah, I obviously do different types of content. So those are like basically the main two things that I do. Um, obviously, I'm doing like calls um, and stuff for that as well. So, um, but yeah, the main two is just basically content and um, mindset work. Yeah, really, really good. Um, um, you said you were you were working on your mindset in the morning and before bed. So, what what exactly are you doing to work on your mindset? Okay, so I've got um, affirmations. Like mm -hmm. I said, go and grab Think and Grow Rich. That will all make sense for you. <laughs> so um, affirmations, obviously, I've got everything planned out um, of things that I want and I plan to actually get there. So, you know, some of the things I have planned, I'm so far away from getting there because these are like, you know, things I've planned like five years out. 
-hmm. but uh, it's basically constant reminders, right? So when you're basically, you want to plan out exactly what you want and how you're going to do it to get there. You have to have a plan to actually get there. You know, how yeah. many people have you met throughout life saying, oh, I want to be a millionaire and it never happens because they never put a plan in place to actually get there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just thinking and hoping for things isn't going to actually happen. Um, so yeah, I've actually got everything planned out. Um, so it's just constantly reminding myself of, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And um, one second, my uh, laptop's about to die. I need to plug it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, constant reminders of, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, and then meditation as well. So this was something that I always ignored up until <laughs> a few months ago. But again, this is something else you see a lot of people who are doing well, you know, they keep talking about meditation. So one day I thought, you know what, I'll give it a try. And yeah, I still remember after doing my first uh, first session of meditation, I was like, well, that stuff actually works. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that's kind of my, um, you know, morning and evening routine of mindset that's really amazing yeah like affirmations are one thing that i i didn't want to do and my girlfriend uh until like two weeks ago she used to think that affirmations are like some kind of bs and they don't work but now like just a few days ago we realized um We started in uh, beginning of July and now like more than 50% of all the things we repeat every day, it, it, they're becoming true now. So, yeah, it's scary, really yeah. scary. actually happens as well, because when you first, I can remember when I first started my um, affirmations, like my mentor was telling me, right, you want to plan things out like, you know, years in advance and. I can remember putting this stuff down on paper and I was reading it and I didn't believe yeah. a word of what I was reading. But then over time, as you know, things start to progress, I now, even now, like I'm reading my affirmations and it's like, okay, so yeah, I've achieved that goal. I've achieved that goal. And it's like, you don't notice it happening at a time until you read it back. And they talk, they talk about this in Think and Grow Rich. That's why I say again, go and grab it. Um, yeah. Auto suggestion. Okay. So where you're constantly, um, you know, talking about it and reminding yourself, it basically influences a part of your subconscious, um, the subconscious part of your brain. So you can't control it, but you can influence it with positive thoughts and, you know, constantly reminding yourself of doing, um, you know, the things that you want to achieve is crucial and it takes some discipline. Like, so if you're someone that's not doing this, um, you know, and it's something that you plan on doing, there will be days when you just don't feel like reading your affirmations You've got to have that discipline to, you know, kick that. That's part of your lazy brain kicking in. That's trying to basically pull you back to your old habits. You've got to sort of, you know, push that aside and, um, you know, basically take control of your own mindset because your mind's a powerful thing. It will drag you. It will try and drag you in all of the wrong directions, okay? Like doing all of the wrong things that just basically aren't important. And that's the big thing about, you know, growing into the person that you want to be. The person who you are today Um It's not the person that you need to be in case if you want to be successful, you have to grow into that person. And there will be a lot of resistance in your mind. Um, you know, people trying to pull you in all these different directions. There's going to be all these shiny objects and your mind's going to be like racing 100 miles per hour, trying to pull you in all these different directions. But it's a case of, you know, being able to spot that, control it, pull yourself back on track and keep pushing forwards towards, you know, what you've got planned. Yeah.
that's so true. And like you said, um, you gotta have the discipline to really do this for the consistent uh, time because when you stop doing it, it will stop working, right? Exactly. So, um, uh, you you um, you mentioned think and grow rich. Um, so, what is the top thing you learned from think and grow reading think and grow rich? What is the your number one takeaway from it? Damn, where to start? <laughs> where to start? Um, I think the number one thing is just how it outlines all of the, the basically things, habits that successful people have and all of the traits that people who fell, who fell have, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I said, I've experienced a lot of failure at the start of my journey. And sometimes, you know, I can see my behaviors basically falling back into those patterns. So again, it's just basically the ability to be able to actually spot it. Most people are failing because they can't even spot what's going on in their own life. So, um, you know, having it basically on, well, I've got audio book at the moment. So I basically listen to that pretty much every day. So, um, yeah, just having the ability to be, again, constant reminders, you know, mm -hmm. just drumming it into your brain. Um, like some of my affirmations as well. I've got that on, uh, on record. I've actually, you know, spoken on and have, have it on record so I can listen to that. Sometimes I go to sleep with it, you know, playing into my ears, you know, just yeah. drumming it into my brain every single day. So, Again, just constantly reminding yourself. Yeah, that's a big point. And I, I see the, that is the point where most people are struggling. Because they start and then they when they when their motivation fades away, they fall back to their old behaviors, like you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um you you uh what would you say like because most people when they get started they think uh, failures are a bad thing and they have to avoid failures at all costs so what would you tell someone who has this mindset what what would you say him this this brings me back to when i first met you pascal <laughs> so um yeah most people in society have been programmed to see failure as a bad thing okay um Failures aren't failures unless you've actually given given up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just basically feedback. You want to look at failures as feedback on what didn't work, okay, so that you can go again. Uh, when I first got into marketing, one of the reasons that I quit uh, that social media marketing course, well, first of all, it was junk. I still think that now. But um, one of the reasons I quit was is a lot of people market to you and say, like, it's easy. Um, you know, I've made 100 grand in, like, 60 days. Uh, you know, look at all of this flashy stuff I've got. Like, I've got a Lamborghini, I've got a huge house, always posting videos and then flying in business class. And often people buy into that, right? And then when they actually start putting in the work, what they experience is something completely different, okay? They're expecting to live some sort of laptop, laptop lifestyle from day one. And I always say to people, you know, it comes from hard work, okay? Everything you do throughout life, you have to basically put in work for it. So for anyone um, like you, like you said, you started before and you quit. So it's just really just setting the expectation right at the start. Anyone can do it. But if I basically tell you, oh, it's going to be easy. Oh, look at my Lamborghini. Look at the nice car that I've got, blah, blah, blah. I don't have a Lamborghini, by the way. But if I tell you that, you're going to come in thinking that, you know, it's going to be really easy. 
you're going to do it for a few weeks and then you're going to quit. Mm. So just basically setting the tone, um, you know, letting you know what you're what obstacles you're going to run into. There's no way that you're not going to run into obstacles. Everyone experiences them. And like I remember telling you this, like you're going to experience this, you're going to experience that. And I remember you coming back to me like a week later saying, oh, uh, yeah, just experience what you were telling me about last week. And again, because I've basically set the expectation right from the start, you're still going. Okay. So from someone that was previously quitting on himself because of how stuff had been marketed to them, um, you know, just basically setting the expectation right from the start of, um, you know, it's basically just, you know, setting you up for success right from the get go. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> I learned this firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, um, people have to learn the hard way because of how people market to them. And, uh, that's yeah, true, so yeah. I always like to set the tone right from the beginning yeah that's that's the one thing that really uh got me off the of the right track on on the right track and like on the track to success because like you said i i have been uh with this wrong expectation and that's why i quit not far uh, later so yeah that's big thing for a lot of people so um when when you would start your affiliate marketing um, journey, when you like this is something Russell Brunson and a lot of people use. When you've lost it all, and how would you go back to where you are right now? So, what are the three to five steps you would um, tell someone who just got started with affiliate marketing, or what would you do? What were you? What would be the three to five steps that you would do to get back to where you are right now if i lost everything yeah um okay so first thing first invest in a mentor <laughs> so many people tried to figure it out on their own and you know that's that's bad so again just having some guidance there um you know basically making a promise to yourself Again, telling yourself that you're going to do it and give yourself no out. Like literally, that's what it takes. If you give yourself no out, it will, um, you know, things will basically start to happen for you. There's no ifs or buts about it. But um, yeah, you can't say, if you come into marketing thinking, oh, I'll give it a try. Just from you saying that, I'll give it a try, means that you're already not committed to it. So, um, you know, just basically commit and go all in, really. Um, you know, take advice from someone that's basically already been there. And just, again, some things that you're going to have to do are going to be uncomfortable and it will push you outside your comfort zone. But, you know, just strive to basically keep pushing yourself because nothing can ever grow inside your comfort zone. You have to be able to push yourself outside of your comfort zone in order to, you know, grow into that person that you need to be. And that's what I'm saying about there's going to be a lot of um, resistance in your brain from, you know, trying to pull you back to your old habits because you're growing into someone new. And yeah, a lot of that, sometimes a lot of that stuff can be uncomfortable, but yeah, things when I was first starting out, things that were uncomfortable, I would kind of try and shy away from, but now I've basically done it so much. It's kind of like, right. Okay. I want to basically push myself into more uncomfortable positions because I know that's where progression, progression happens. So yeah, if you're feeling uncomfortable about like, doing certain things, just know it's you're learning. Okay. Uncomfortable situations means that you're learning. So, um, yeah, learn from someone who's done it, 
you know, basically commit and give yourself no out. <laughs> so, yeah, very yeah, important. I, I can't say like a specific, you know, method that I would use because like I said, things are always changing. You know, what works now might not work five years from now. So again, yeah. you need to be um, adaptable to change as the world changes as well. You see, a businesses that you know refuse to do any online business, like in times like times like now, you know they they're crumbling. Okay, it's like the people that are most adaptable to change will be the ones that you know survive long term. So yeah, you have to be adaptable to how the world changes as well. And right now, the world shifted to online, so there it is. There's just loads of low hanging fruit opportunities online at this present moment. Yeah, that's really true, and. Your the parts points you made are so important, and I've learned this myself from you. Um, part of it, and um, one thing that I want to stress is having a mentor. But because, like when I first got at um, this game, um, I had no guidance, and it was awful. And now, obviously, with a mentor, and I got you. Wait, where are you here? Okay. I got you um, as an accountability partner and also someone who helps me whenever I have any question, it's helped me immensely. And whenever I have any question or feel overwhelmed or anything, I would just go and ask you something and you would uh, give me a kick in the right direction or just, yeah, helping me out. It's made a huge difference in, in mm -hmm. my journey. Yeah. And like, um, this is what I'm saying, like, usually, um, like I have a mentor myself, and he does the same for me, like with yourself, yeah. you're sort of, um, you know, you can do it. But it's kind of like when you're going, if you're dri drifting off in the wrong direction, it's quite hard for you to spot sometimes. Um, the best way to think of it is like, your goal, you're at your current destination, your goal is just basically along right at the end of a straight road. Okay, all you've got to do is drive from point A to point B. But somewhere along that road, you sort of drift off track you know maybe there's a shiny object that pulls you off track and you know most people they just keep going off track and going round and round and round in circles but when you've got someone there to help pull you back on track and you know, just keep you pushing in the straight direction you know that's when you know your results really start to um you know start to climb mm -hmm. yeah good point <laughs> thank you for for stressing this uh, stressing this out again um circle and straight line that's yeah distinctions uh, we would have to we will have to learn on on the way to get to point b <laughs> um anyway so um i know you're you're stepping uh, back into um coaching consulting world and so i just want to ask you what what's next for you what uh, where do you want to be in let's say 12 months secret <laughs> <laughs> no um i've got something in the works but i haven't um i've revealed it to only a small group of people at the moment so uh yeah i'm not going to announce it right now yeah uh, if i've reached out to you a messenger i know you're aware of it if i've reached out to i've reached out to a, a bunch of people with messengers so some people will already be aware of it but it's not something i've revealed to the masses yet but um yeah it's going to be interesting it's going to be big i'm looking forward to next year because uh yeah i'm getting things into motion for something that's really gonna 
grow this like a lot bigger so uh yeah just sort of open a loop and not give away yeah. <laughs> i haven't revealed it yet <laughs> uh, so um yeah but something something's in the works and only a small group of people at the moment are aware of what it is so i'm not going to reveal it here on the live stream um but yeah there is something on on its way very soon and yeah for those of you that follow me you will hear about it very soon that's awesome. So speaking of following you, um, so when, um, one second. So uh, we, we, I finished with, with my questions. Um, so we can open it to uh, questions, to any questions people in the broadcast have right now. Um, maybe there are any questions. Um, anyway, so when people want to find you, where can they find you? Are you on here on Facebook? What's your platform? Where can they find you? Yeah, mainly I would say Facebook would be the best place to find me. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Facebook for sure. Okay, that's perfect. So let's check if there are any questions. Um, comments okay somehow i don't see every comment on here just gonna check okay so gonna check your group one second all right so i can't see any questions right now so um then i would say um thank you so much for your time andy i really appreciate you and you taking time for this interview and if anyone has a question um they can find you on where they can find you on facebook and um, obviously message him any questions you have. Um, once again, thank you for your time and have a great day. Anyway. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. All right. Bye. Bye.